Welcome to Seasoned with an Accent, the voice of the global professional. This is Erika Yeni, your host here to receive you with hope and arms. Get cozy and comfortable, get a cup of your preferred beverage and feel at home. This is a place for you, a place in which everybody belongs. Dr. Tim Midianek and his family, one of 10 children, moved to Leviton, Pennsylvania from Ukraine when he was 13 years old. Before finding his calling as a dentist, Dr. Midianek picked up music as a child, learning to play classical piano and alto saxophone. He graduated from Messiah College and received his dental degree from Temple University School of Dentistry passing his clinical dental boards with an impressive 100. He's a member of the Academy of General Dentistry and the American Dental Association. In addition, Dr. Midianek is a graduate of the Hands-On Training Institute in Dental Implantology and was awarded a prestigious fellowship in the International Congress of Oral Implantologists, making him one of the few dentists certified to place implants. In this interview, he talks about his immigrant journey, his struggle, and how he overcame them to achieve the success he enjoys today. He also speaks about the war in Ukraine and advises on the best ways to help Ukrainian refugees around the world. A real-life example of determination, hard work, and victory. Another example that shows us the American dream is possible. Hi, Dr. Midianek. Welcome to Seasoned with an Accent. It's so good to have you here today. Hi, Erica. Thank you for having me. You are an immigrant from Ukraine, a dentist nowadays, but once you were a boy arriving at the United States. So how old were you when you came to the United States? Yes, Erica. So I was uh, 13 years old uh, when we first arrived. My whole family, uh, that is my nine siblings, I have five brothers and four sisters and my parents and also my grandmother came with us that was in 1991 it's about 30 years ago what were the first impressions when you came to the united states well when you're 13 years old uh, you have many 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 different ideas of what what america is we heard different things about america and they were mostly good um, so I envisioned America, everywhere you go is like Disneyland. So <laughs> we just, I could not wait to come here. And so when, I, when we first got to the airport at the JFK in New York City, <laughs> at first, uh, well, I did not realize that uh, America has so many African-American people. So when I first arrived to the airport, I thought we were in Africa. And because there's so many African-Americans that work at the airport. And then we quickly realized that it's pretty, it, that's the, that there's a lot of African-Americans who live in, in America. Uh, in my life, I probably saw maybe before coming to America, maybe three or four African people. 
so that was a, a bit of a surprise. Um, so never have I have good friends who are African Americans, and uh, but uh, our, my another impression was that how clean the roads were, how the guardrails on the roads, uh, the speed with which cars move for a 13 year old boy that was uh, quite impressive. And of course the cars and and uh, and different uh, um, uh, different types of cars. Uh, different colors of cars that we've never seen. So all of that kind of was very, very intriguing. Wow, I can imagine. A new discovery, a completely new world for you when you came. And how was the process of cultural adaptation for you and your family? Yeah, so of course, uh, when we arrived, we, we none of us knew English. So uh, the only word I knew was okay. So everything was okay, <laughs> um, but um, we quickly had to uh, start acclimating to our environment. Uh, and fortunately, our church, uh, Ukrainian church that was in Trenton, New Jersey, they took us under their wing and uh, kind of helped us with taking us to appointments, uh, um, registering us with school, finding jobs for my parents. Um, that was fortunate, but unfortunate was that we were all kind of in the Ukrainian community. So we went to church three, four times a week because that's all we knew. Uh, and so our all, most of our connections were in Ukrainian language. So that we, the kids, we went to school. So that helped us in developing the, you know, the communication skills in English. I took ESL classes. Uh, so that helped me, but for my parents, it was a little bit more tricky because they were mostly in Ukrainian community. Um, so it took them a lot longer to learn the, learn the language. My dad actually didn't quite ever learn the language because he, uh, he worked with Ukrainians. He then we worked with Polish people. Um, so he kind of uh, squeaked by for 30, for 20 some years uh, before he passed away uh, by not, know, not needing to know the language. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's something peculiar here in the United States, how you can come as an immigrant and be so integrated within the community of immigrants from your country that you end up not ever sometimes integrating with the culture. So that's something I always uh, tell my clients, try to integrate with the people of the land. It's good and cozy to be within your community but it will bring a lot of positive results if you integrate with the uh, nationals here in the United States. I've been so thankful and impressed with uh, the heart of American people mm -hmm. um, that when we first arrived, uh, our, our neighbor asked the news, uh, our local newspaper to, correspondent to come uh, and uh, do report, uh, the reporting on our family. So they came and took a picture. It was on the front page. And just a couple of days, people start bringing stuff that we didn't have, like clothing and furniture and different things. So I just want to give public thank you for, for everyone who might hear us from American community for being such generous people. Uh, also, in, in school, kids were so friendly to me and they because I had an accent or, or did not have didn't know much of English. So they they were they wanted to help me. Uh, they they wanted to be a friend with a with a 
Russian kid, even though I'm Ukrainian, they, but they, you know, to them was anybody from that part of the country, part, part of the world were Russians. So, but now we know that there's a big difference between Russian and Ukrainian is in, a, in, a, in light of the conflict that's out there right now. Wow, it's so amazing that you had such a positive experience. And it's true. The Americans, they are very open in general to receive immigrants and even to develop programs to help immigrants. And there are many good people. I know that sometimes here and there, we may face prejudice here or there, but overall, uh, the American people, they are very good at welcoming immigrants. And I'm so glad you had that positive experience yourself. So as you were going through all this process of learning the language, of adapting to the new culture, what were your biggest struggles? Well, the biggest struggle for me was, um, was learning the language. Um, it took me probably a good two years until I start really under, started or started to understand um, how the English language is put together. Um, with my uh, doing my homework at school, I started in seventh grade when I first arrived. I literally had to put my my textbook and my Ukrainian English dictionary, and I would literally had to translate each every in every word that I, I had to read. So that took me a long, long time to, to do my homework. But uh, over time, you know, week after week, things got a little bit easier. I started to remember the English words, so I didn't have to go for each word to the dictionary. So it got easier and easier and easier. And um, eventually when I arrived to college, that was another interesting, um, um, situation with being kind of dropped in the ocean of, uh, of, uh, of new knowledge and the studies and without any help that I had at the ESL class in my high school. But um, I quickly had to learn how to swim. <laughs> and fortunately, I met my wife there. Um, our, our first year, and she's very, very good at, with communication skills. So she helped me a lot. Uh, and I, my biggest, uh, uh, I'm the most proud of, of my grade in college was my English class that I received an A. I think, you know, even I did, I did well in my organic chemistry and biology and all those classes. My biggest accomplishment was getting an A in English class. <laughs> yes, yeah, for us immigrants, sometimes people may not realize all the effort it is uh, to to learn a new language and to be able to succeed in school and at universities, not having English as your first language. But I, I think this makes us stronger, right? Our extra effort that we have to put on everything at the end makes us stronger. And that's a big growth yeah. that immigrants experience. Yeah, we don't take things for granted as much, I think, because we mm -hmm. had to work so much harder and that's why mm -hmm. I think that's probably why you see a lot of families who come from abroad, their kids become successful mm -hmm. in this country. Um, and I'm still a big believer that if you put effort into it, you can be pretty much anything you want to be in this in this country. So, and I'm very thankful that 
um, that I, I am where I am and, and for the opportunity that, that America gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so you do have to work harder. And uh, if you do, then you, you'll see a good result in the end. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you said that because the American dream is real, right? Mm-hmm. If you put your effort in, there'll be extra effort. But if you do that, it's totally possible to thrive in your career. So 30 years later, here you are, very successful with your business as a dentist here in Berks County and totally established with a beautiful family, beautiful wife and kids. So how was this process of starting your career as an immigrant child that you have to overcome besides the English factor or the challenges? How was this process from being an immigrant boy and into becoming this very successful dentist you are today? Yeah, I was blessed to um, to have a desire or maybe a calling to be a dentist since I was in ninth grade. I know that's not the case for most people. Most people don't know until they get close to college what, what they want to be. But I knew it from uh, from ninth grade. Um, I don't know what it is, but I just knew in my heart. Uh, it's probably from God. I know I know it is from God. Uh, and um, so I was kind of on a path. Uh, knowing what I wanted to do. Um, so of course the uh, same challenges were with with, a, with studies, knowing the language or not knowing the language. Um, but I was, um, I was, uh, uh, I had all the enthusiasm I needed to have to kind of pursue it and do well in school uh, and then go to college and take in all the necessary classes as well as the necessary um, dental tests for dental schools to be able to get in. Um, and I was just on the, on the, on the road of uh, becoming a dentist and uh, having good support at home and with my church and friends uh, and my wife. Uh, we, we arrived where we are right here now. So, yeah. All right, so what advice would you give to an immigrant that is considering pursuing a career in dentistry? What is like the key of success in this area? Uh, well, a key, the key to success in anything is that love what you do. Don't do it just because somebody else does it and is good at it. Uh, you can be, if you have, if you, have a strong pull or desire to be a dentist, then go for it. Go for it. Do it. If you have a strong desire as an immigrant to be a plumber, that's a, that could be a fantastic profession. We need we need, it's a it's a could be a great business. We need them. Um, and if you know if you have a desire to do that, pull to do that, then go for it. Don't don't give up. And um, uh, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me was is to, you, you, you will always have challenges along the way. But as long as you stay within the sort of like a guardrails on the road, mm-hmm. close to that yellow line in the middle, just stay close to the yellow line as much as you can and you, you will get there. It will take time, mm-hmm. but you will get there. So don't give up. 
So basically, it's having a focus and being determined and not giving up. That's what you're saying? Exactly. All right. Thank you for that word of wisdom there. Now, changing a little bit the subject, because you are from Ukraine, of course, there is now this terrible war going on in Ukraine. And I would like to ask you a couple questions about that, because I'm sure uh, as an Ukrainian, you probably have uh, a very close perspective to what's going on there and to what all that means for the people out there. So first of all, how were your relatives and friends impacted? What is the reality inside there? Yeah, so since the war started now 40 some days ago, uh, I, I felt numb to this whole situation. It was so difficult to process knowing that my homeland is being destroyed, like literally being destroyed from infrastructure to the, the cities and most importantly, the people. You know, they can always rebuild things, but people's lives taken away, that you can never take that back. So that would be very, very hard to process. And that's the same thing. My family feels the same way. Um, we, from the beginning, we encouraged our family to move away, um, hopefully, uh, possibly out of the country. And some of them did. They went to Poland and my, uh, my one cousin went to Italy. Um, yeah, but my, my two aunts and a couple of cousins, they're still unable to leave the country. So they're still there. Also, my brother uh, left a few days ago to Ukraine. He bought a, like a sprinter van. He takes humanitarian aid to hardest hit areas and he brings the uh, refugees back to the border or to the safest parts of the country. So uh, he is there on the ground. My sister also went, was there for several weeks on the Romanian border, helping with refugees uh, from uh, Ukraine to Romain, uh, Romania. And uh, she was primarily working with uh, moms with little children and babies. It's so good to know that most people are now in safety. I know that some people couldn't leave and we feel for them. But it's also good to know that there are some people that are offering humanitarian support, both for the refugees and for the people staying there. And I know a lot of people want to help Ukraine, but sometimes they don't know how, or they may be insecure about through which organization they should do it. So what your, is your inside view uh, since you keep contact with your family and you are probably much more informed about the real situation on the ground. What organizations are really trustworthy and are there really helping the immigrants? So if someone wants to help, what would be the best ways to help right now? Yeah, so there are great, great needs um, over there on, uh, in Ukraine on the border. Um, the main, the primary needs are financial needs, really, because uh, uh, there are there are ways that you can send uh, supplies there, but it takes long. 
it's expensive to send, but um, there's a w areas uh, or ministries or organizations that you can donate to, and that money goes directly to the refugees. And I know of, uh, of two uh, um, two organizations that we know people personally who runs them, and um, over ninety percent of of the donations go directly to people to refugees. And first is uh, Save a, a Life International. Again, Save a Life International. Uh, and another one is Josiah Venture. Josiah Venture. You can look them up online. You can also go to Boulevard Dental Associates Facebook. We have them listed there as well. Uh, there's a video that I did on the, on the Facebook about the situation in Ukraine. And it lists uh, all these organizations and uh, another one uh, in the ways that you can help. Uh, another way to help is uh, is to contact your representative uh, for the government and encourage them to to give more military assistance to Ukraine because they desperately desperately need it. All right, I'll make sure to include those links on the comments when I post the the podcast on my social media. So make sure to look for that on my social media so that you can help through those organizations that Dr. Mibianic just mentioned. So we are getting to an end. And I always ask this question to all my guests on this podcast. If you were to summarize a message of encouragement for the immigrant community. And today, maybe also for specifically the Ukrainian refugees who are struggling to restart their lives abroad. If you were to summarize that message in one sentence, what would that sentence be? Hmm. That would be hard to say in one sentence, but um, I would say that when you are here, in a country, you will have, you will come against many doors and start knocking at those doors. Sometimes you have to kind of push them open and see which one will you be able to walk through. There are great opportunities. The people here are, for the most part, are amazing. They will help you on your journey. So don't give up, ask for help and walk through those doors and you'll find, uh, you'll find a way to get your life put together, move forward and be successful here. Thank you, I love that metaphor, right? Keep knocking on those doors to find your way to one of them, we will open for you, opportunities are there. Thank you so much, Dr. Midiani. Thanks a lot for your presence, for sharing about your journey as an immigrant, and for encouraging the immigrant community to continue to knock on those doors till they find success here. Thank you a lot. Well, thank you, Erica, for having me. I enjoyed it a lot. Seasons with an Accent is brought to you by Altitude Career Coaching. Take off for a career of success. At Altitude, we partner with global professionals to create a path of career advancement abroad. 
We offer services related to career planning, job searching and professional development. Please visit our website www.altitudecareercoaching.com to discover how we can best help you. Book a complimentary meeting and let's start taking steps towards your success. Hope to have you here again. Meanwhile, take care and keep yourself moving towards your goals.